0: ready yes your esty besties Jenna and Sarah come together each week to discuss modern skincare trends review products and go in depth on all things skin
1: just two estheticians on a mission to help you feel better about the skin you're in
0: we promise to always give you the most up-to-date science honest reviews and advice to the best of our ability okay So, today we're going to be talking about lash extensions. Sarah and I both are certified lash artists. Yeah. Yeah, here in San Diego. Um, What's your favorite thing about lashing? I find it
1: oddly therapeutic. So do I. Yeah, I like that it's challenging. I I do it left-handed, so it's almost like I get to use both sides of my brain. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, And the reason why I do it left-handed is because I just grab the lash, move it over, and then maybe I move my elbow or my wrist or whatever. But I really just open, close, open, close. My right hand on the other hand, (laughs) on the other arm, Um, because it's isolating the lash, which means I'm using tweezers to put one natural lash by itself, um, I can hold that. I can grip that at whatever distance I need to to make the other lashes out of the way, and it's easy. Are you right or left-handed? I am actually right-handed. Oh, interesting. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why it's easier on my right hand to hold the isolation more open or more close.
0: I've never tried to lash with my left hand, but now that I know you're right-handed and you do
1: it, I'm going to try. So the other day when you were um, going to show me how to make fans, yeah, I mentioned, oh, well, I can't do it with my right hand.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought you were left-handed this whole time.
1: No, I'm right-handed. Mm-hmm. Well, I do some things left-handed, but it's like a couple things. Like I'm left-footed when I skateboard. I shoot okay. pull left-handed. I think that's it. And then lash. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. How'd you figure that out
1: in school? I could not isolate with Mm. my left hand. It would just shake. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if it was probably, like, the lots of shots of espresso that I was consuming or energy drinks. Um, But it was easier with the right hand. And then it just... After you're doing it for every day for 10
0: weeks. Yeah.
1: It's just... It is what it
0: is. Yeah. So then since we're talking about school already, those who can perform lash extensions, Mm. Cosmos and Estes that are certified lash artists. Just because someone's an esthetician doesn't mean they're lash certified.
1: Exactly. And just because they went to school doesn't mean they're licensed. So there are some people that like to sneak that. They'll go to school and then they won't pass state board. And then they'll go get all their certifications And people know they went to school, so they don't really challenge them. Um, So just make sure that wherever you go, those people are licensed and certified. And that you can see their credentials with your own eyes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, Jenna has her stuff up on the walls in our room. So,
0: yeah. um, Licensed and certified and all of the above. Um... So then that takes us into where we can get them done. Spas, rooms. A lot of girls do it out of their house, technically. That's not state board approved. People do it. Yeah. I think really what it comes
1: down to is knowing as a consumer where you're getting your products from, like a genuine Mm. source. At the end of the day, as long as they're trained on the lash health, um, contaminants, anything that could go wrong, what to tell you to do.
0: So what is a lash extension made out of? Lash extensions are made out of synthetic plastics,
1: which are also referred to as synthetic mink, or um, actual mink hair, which a mink is a cousin of the weasel family what happens is individuals will brush the mink and the hairs that fall out will then be shaped into the curl desired and placed for pickup from the lash artist Um, the issue with that is because it's a real hair it doesn't hold um the curl and there are more chances for someone to have an allergic reaction mm-hmm. to the hair because they're allergic to that animal. Right. Um, for the synthetic plastic, it's not gonna make you break out or right. have a reaction.
0: I use a synthetic mink, and also I have a few trays of a silk, silk lash, and they're just a little bit finer. I think my um, my volume lashes. Our silk blend. I
1: want to touch them.
0: Yeah, they're very nice. Um, I was listening to a podcast today, uh, Crime Junkie, and there was this guy. I'm not going to tell the whole story because that'll take a long time, but basically he had a silk fetish, Ooh. and he couldn't even have silk around him, or else he would, like, ejaculate in his pants just from touching it. Wow. Yeah. Weird. I don't know why silk made... Okay, anyway. Um... So then let's talk about the glue. I use a sensitive adhesive just because it's what I've been using because of the humidity, but I do want to try a few others. I've had the best result with the sensitive, but it is a really long dry time.
1: Yeah, I use one that dries in one to two seconds. I like that because it's like no bullshit. Like you're in it, you're focused, like... You have to have the isolation down. There's no room for error. Yeah. Like, it's quick. And I feel like it personally keeps me moving faster. Mm -hmm. If I had a four-second,
0: I would go even slower. Yeah. Because you have to hold it. I do have a four-second, and I think that's one of the main reasons why I want to switch glues is because I need a faster dry time. Yeah. The longer the dry time, typically, is better for newer artists because you're you get that leeway of fixing the lash. So if it's starting to slide from one side or the other, you can straighten it out and then it'll dry and you'll be good to go. Versus the one to two, you place it and you're done. Like, there's no room for error. Yeah,
1: I like that personally. Yeah. To each their own. Right. And um, what Jenna mentioned earlier is for the artists or future artists, um, each... Type of glue has a specific humidity level of the area of where you're lashing so if you're like in florida you want to make sure that whatever the humidity level is in your spa salon bedroom wherever you're doing it um make sure it matches otherwise you're going to have a lot of issues with retention
0: yep so that's a good note Um, so, let's talk about pricing. Ooh, yeah. I don't know what the national average is, but I know here in our spa, we both charge 85 for classic, and I know that's kind of on... 95 for classic. 85 for a facial. (laughs) 95 for a full set of classic, and I know that's on the lower end.
1: Definitely. I've seen um, people charge seventy five, but it's like newer artists, right? Um, which I'm not gonna poo poo on them. You know they're coming up, they're doing their
0: thing. Mm-hmm. I I do do a lot of do do a lot of specials where it'll come out to be seventy five dollars, and that'll be like a monthly special.
1: and i know some people who charge like 350 but that's like on a that's not classic lash that's
0: like mega volume
1: mega volume
0: yeah so for classics i charge 95 for hybrid it's 125 and for volume is 150 are my prices You can also, I know, go on Groupon, but when you do that, be careful because, one, they're probably a newer artist, and a lot of the time, from what I've seen, it'll be a certain number of lashes per lash, which, um, on each eyeball, we have 90 to 150 lashes, so if you see, like, 45 lashes per eye, uh, just know that that's about half of your natural natural lashes, so it's not going to be that, like, big, full, um, like, flirty look you're going for. It may or may not look like you're walking out needing a fill. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's definitely what it's going to look like. Yeah. It's going to look like
0: you have maybe one coat of mascara on. Yes, that's a good way to put it. So when you are booking your appointment, it's totally okay to ask the artist, do you lash lash for lash or do you lash per like to a certain number per eye? And they should have no problem telling you that because it's their their policy and they should be okay with it. So yeah, all that to say is when you're looking for a lash artist, go in with an idea of if you're okay with having 45 to 50 lashes per eye, or if you want more of a full voluminous look. So the difference, because we keep saying classic, so the
1: difference, um, there's classic, hybrid, volume, mega volume, and Russian. So we are familiar with classic, hybrid, And volume. Classic is one natural lash to one false lash. Hybrid, which we both agree is our fave, Mm -hmm. is a mixture between fans, which we'll explain in a second, to uh, lash for lash. So one false to one natural. Um, A fan is most commonly made by the lash artist on spot, but there's other options. So you can buy pre-made fans or some lash artists make them before the appointment. But Jenna, why is that bad?
0: So it's not necessarily bad if you're using a really small amount of glue, but I personally don't want to make lash fans at home because then when I come to your appointment the base is already glued together so then it doesn't have the opportunity to uh, wrap around your natural lash like I want it to so when I'm lashing you with a hybrid or volume fan um if it has like a completely flat base that's when it starts to look really like chunky and it's more likely to catch when you brush it Uh uh-huh Cause so it's then, not going to so not gonna lay completely flat on the lash.
1: Yeah, I like I like the idea of it being fresh, and instead of it only adhering to itself, it's also adhering to my lash. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. Two in one.
0: Mm-hmm. So you can also do pre-made fans if you're a newer artist. If you want to, like, say when I was brand new, this would have helped me a lot. I had a client come in and she had a pretty big gap between her natural lashes. I would have loved to pick up a pre-made volume fan because I didn't know how to make them yet, nor did I even have volume lashes to make them myself. It would have been really nice to have a tray of pre-made fans and just put it on one side of each of the gap to fill in her, oh know, nice. to make it look like a full, and it would have just continued to look like a classic set, but... Because I didn't have that, there was a little bit of a gap in her lashes, because I had no way of filling it in, but that's where a pre-made fans for a newer lash artist could be super helpful.
1: Um, also, I forgot. Uh, volume is just fans. All the fans. I'm not a huge fan of fans. I love fans. unless you are number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. <laughs> okay stupid. So I have all these lashes on my face now what? Now you're beautiful! Welcome
0: to the club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get to wake up without having to put makeup on and you look cute. Yeah. And you can bat your lashes at whoever you want and get all the free drinks. Yes. Um, also uh, you wash them. I was gonna <laughs> say, Also take care of them. Uh, there's a thing called a lash mic. Dun, dun, dun. Barf, barf, barf. <laughs> a lash mite is. I don't know if you guys remember my banana slug story. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> I love bugs. Just kidding, I really don't. But a banana slug, I mean, a lash mite, looks kind of like a banana slug, actually. It looks like a
1: Michelin Man tube mm-hmm. with lots of crazy legs and a bird beak mouth.
0: Yep, and they don't have a butthole, because what happens is they climb in through your lashes, they live in the hair follicle, they come out at night, and they feed on your dead skin cells, la, and, your la, la, la. and your oils, and all of these things, and then when they get full, and full, and full, then they explode, and then you wake up with eye crusties. Glut. but yummy. So, what you need to do
1: is carry on. Um, you, to take care of them, you need to make sure to brush them mm-hmm. so that they don't get all crissy-crossy. They look real nice. They don't get snagged on each other. And you want to make sure to keep them clean. So, you can use a gentle foam cleanser that is oil-free. Make sure that if you're using any products on your face that it's oil-free, including makeup, um, any skincare product, even just the natural oils from your fingers on your lashes. What happens is it starts to break down the adhesive and your lashes will fall faster. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're like a runner or you go to the gym or you just have natural uh, oil that rests on your eyelids you want to be a little more cautious because you're more likely to lose lashes faster mm-hmm. so just you know general hygiene you don't want exploding bugs in your lash line it makes me so uncomfortable
0: <laughs> Ugh. okay so then let's move on please to a lash cycle so we have a lash cycle being 60 to 90 days. So we keep mentioning like when you come in for your fill or when you need, you know, a fill, fill, fill. So with your lashes falling from like one to five lashes a day, two to five a day, on average that means per week we're losing 21 lashes. Every two weeks it'll be 42, and every three weeks it'll be 63. So we're naturally losing our lashes And if your artist is isolating properly and leaving the baby lashes, when you come in for your fill two or three weeks later, that lash will most likely be ready to be lashed at that point. Um, That's all I have to say.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) just like the hair on your head, um, your lashes are going to grow. The smaller the lash, that is like your natural lash that's growing out of your eyelid. Because it's smaller, it won't actually be able to hold onto the lash extension. So once it is growing into the longer phases, that is when it can hold a lash extension. But as the hair naturally grows and leaves the hair follicle is when it'll fall. So typically when your lashes fall out, you don't necessarily notice them because they're so light and they just blow away. But when there's a lash extension because there is that extra weight is normally when it gets, like, stuck to your face and then you're like, oh, man, my lashes are falling out. Yeah, they're falling out, but they naturally fall out, so it's okay. Um, it's if they're, like, really, really falling out, like, a lot. Like, it's, you're
0: seeing the white bulbs on every single lash that's falling out.
1: Right. That's when that's when you're, you're having some issues. Um, and then sometimes what you'll see is two lashes will fall out with two extensions on it it means that potentially the lash artist didn't um, isolate long enough so isolation again is when the artist takes tweezers and separates the natural lashes so that there is one single natural lash so that they can either apply the one synthetic excuse me the one um extension
0: Or fan, or so forth. Yeah. Um, Another reason a lash could fall out prematurely is if the lash that was applied is too heavy or too long for the natural lash. So if you come in and you have really short, stubby lashes and you want these lashes that are going to touch your eyebrows, mm, it's not going to happen. How long can you make a lash extension?
1: Two millimeters past the natural lash.
0: In normal people talk. So, uh,
1: the width of a dime, two dimes, two quarters. If I was to lay two quarters on top of each other, how thick that is, is how much longer the extension can be than your natural lash. But the reason why people want... Lash extensions isn't because of the length, it's actually because of the curl.
0: Except for me. (laughs) Well. But I think also a lot of my Asian clients are looking for that length, especially my Filipino clients, because they typically have short, stubby lashes. So, yes, the curl, but also also the length. Yeah. There's also just a lot of people who have beautiful lashes, but they're straight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, one of my coworkers, completely straight, absolutely beautiful, and long and fluffy, gorgeous. But even if she takes a curl like a, a lash curler to them, it won't hold. I'm terrified of the lash lift. Oh yeah. No thank you. Yeah, it's becoming more and more illegal. <laughs> I know. First it was like everyone can do it and now it's only license can do it and now it's only Cosmos can do it and now it's like not even Cosmos can do it. From what I've heard. None of that is science based. It's okay. <sighs> got all of that out too. Don't <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there it's scary. You're putting you're perming perm, Yeah. You're putting a perm solution millimeters from someone's eyeball. No thank you. No thanks.
1: It's, it's hard fun. enough putting lashes on, more or less
0: Perm, And then if you leave it on too long, you can damage the lashes and they will all break off. Mm -hmm. And die. So, do we talk about how to care for them already? Brush them, keep them oil-free, use a gentle foaming cleanser, an oil-free cleanser, oil-free makeup, oil-free makeup remover, because oil breaks down the adhesive. If...
1: You have to touch them. Wash your hands.
0: Yeah, we are oily humans. Preach, sister. That's all I have to preach about. Um, Things to be aware of. Did we talk about allergies? We touched on it a little bit, I think. I don't think we touched on it enough. Okay. So, some people may be allergic or sensitive to the adhe- oh that's what we talked about they could be allergic to the mink but if you're not using a mink lash you can still be allergic or have a reaction to the glue to the ipad to the adhesive that's on the tape that we use i use sensitive eye everything just because i myself am more sensitive and i've had lashes done before without sensitive stuff and i had a reaction
1: I use microbial, uh 3M tape. Yeah. And the sensitive tape. It really just depends on the client,
0: honestly. I use the sensitive blue tape. Surgeon tape or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes off the skin really easily.
1: Man, and when you pull that lid tight, woo, that thing ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. I have some oldies but goodies. Mm-hmm. And, um... When you have to, like, really pull their lids back, that tape's not going anywhere. The microbial tape, though... It'll fall. Yeah, quick. Yeah. It absorbs oil so fast. Mm Mm-hmm. The other... The blue tape... Um, shout-out to the blue tape! It's way better. Yeah. For that. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. That's all I have. Do you want to talk about anything else? Lashes are super fun. I know a lot of ladies are like, it's either my nails or my lashes, and I chose my lashes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can put your hands
1: in your pockets.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you can paint your own nails. You can... You can't do your own lashes. No.
1: I mean, you could do the adhesive. The strip? Yeah, but also, if you're gonna do those, please, please, please don't just rip them off. Mm -hmm. Use warm water. To loosen the glue and then remove them. Are you talking about strip lashes? Strip lashes. Gotcha.
0: Oh, let's talk about removing lash extensions.
1: Yeah, don't put coconut oil on it. Don't put coconut oil on your face in general. Put it in your face, not on your face.
0: Like in your food. Oh, like eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes. Go...
1: To your lash artist or to another lash artist if for whatever reason you don't want to go
0: to the original lash artist. Ask the artist if they've done it before because <laughs> I did it for the very first time and it was an awful experience for me and my client. The solution burns when it oh. seeps into your eyeball. Now I can do it, no problem, 20 minutes, in and out. It's not going to burn. It's not going to hurt you. You'll be fine. The first, like, two or three times I did it, good lord. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel like they don't, they don't teach you that. No, I was not taught to, how to remove them. No. I had to figure it out on my own, on a human.
1: Yeah. Um, so for the future lash artists, current lash artists that haven't been taught, do not, I repeat, do not put it on the skin.
0: hmm Put it at the base of where the glue is. Yeah. That's it. Put it on with micro swabs. Let it do its thing. Let it rest for long enough. If you're uh, combing through the lashes and they're not sliding off. Just wait. hmm Or add, reapply. Or just add a little bit more. Add more. Reapply. Oh, same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let it sit for longer. What I do now is if someone wants to come get their lashes removed and I did their lashes, I will give them a complimentary 30-minute facial while I'm waiting for the glue. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Hmm. yeah cute and if you want to come get your lashes removed by me and I didn't do them I'll charge you like 20 bucks but that's because I'm using the adhesive remover product and also skincare product for your 30 minute facial so you can come I mean if not I'm just sitting there staring at you and I don't really you could just do like a little head massage yeah that's a really long time <laughs> Just yeah. So, personally, that's what I do. Do not peel them off, or pluck them. (gasps) Don't pluck them. Please don't. I did that when I was, I don't know, twenty two. I don't know. It was a long time ago, and I got my lashes done, and I was super anxious about something. I don't know if I was engaged or. I don't know. I was very nervous about something big. And maybe it was finals. I oh, no! know. The next day, zero lashes. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Yeah. So, if you're not already, follow us on social media at Skincare Fair Podcast. And on our personal uh, Instagrams, mine is alex.esthetics. And that will be linked in the show notes because it's spelled different. And Sarah's is... Wanderlust Beauty Bar R. <laughs> yep. So I'll put hers in the show notes as well. We love you guys and the support that has
1: been flowing our way. So much support. Mm-hmm. I got some shout outs next episode. Nice. Yeah. Extra stoked. um When are we releasing this one? This one will be next Wednesday. Next. So we Wednesday. Let me look at my calendar real quick. I'm not sure if she listens. Not this one, say. But next. Happy birthday, Megan! Happy birthday, Megan! <laughs> <laughs> Our dogs are best friends. That's adorable.
0: Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Well, oh. wear your sunscreen. Hugs and kisses. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.